Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us here on the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. And um, we're back. I'm your host, Saul, and my co-host, Greg. And uh, we're um, glad you're here to with us in this episode. We're going to be talking to a great artist and great, um, you know, someone who's actually a friend of the show. We're, we're welcoming them back. I'll just let him go ahead and introduce himself again. Hey, yeah, uh, I'm Lyndon. I'm a freelance illustrator and comic book artist based in the UK. Um, and I've drawn a hell of a lot of horror books over the past like two years. So, yeah, makes sense. I'm here. So y'all can if y'all remember he was on the on the podcast a couple of months ago um, when we talked about his uh, Call of Cthulhu uh, accordion book. I also I'll continue calling it accordion book because I can't say the other word uh, yep. properly. Yep. Let's see the name for it. It's Constantina or accordion, whatever. Either <laughs> or, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, so that Kickstarter uh, went pretty well. Yeah, it did. It did really well. Um, we only aimed for about a thousand pounds and we were funded within three hours, which was amazing. Dang. Yeah. It, it, like, it, I was like, I was trying to do work and like, I was just watching it go up and up and have a <laughs> um, but yeah, it did really well. It did just under seven grand in the end. And Woo! yeah, I got some more work and commissions from it and it just, it really resonated with people and people love tentacles and love craft and my artwork, which was great. Yeah, I'm super happy it's, with it. It's true. People do love tentacles. And love <laughs> yeah, craft. and Lovecraft. And Lovecraft. Yeah, and Lovecraft. Just to slide it in there. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> but we tentacles, actually, we love tentacles. We actually just did an episode where we interviewed um, Russell Anolte, which he, he's doing an anthology based on Lovecraft uh, comics. Yeah, I've seen it. It looks really good. And it's got that awesome cover with all the different ways of trying to spell Cthulhu. Yes, like, yes. You need some bike feel it. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> so yeah, also, yeah. I was well, say, we actually, had some awesome art, awesome creators too, as well, on a, on a podcast from the same book. Same book. Oh yes, yes. Uh, the last episode, uh, um, horror talk number two, um, was was it's just like our version of just like getting people together and just randomly talking about random horrors. Horror, Jam it. Uh, yeah and um our the two guests that we had on there were also on part of that part of that um anthology mm-hmm. so you know with you um and them and then uh russell and actually I, I believe we have like five episodes now that um all related to hp lovecraft and, and cthulhu yeah it, it, it's amazing like how many people a big fans of his work and as soon as you find one person another one will come creeping along <laughs> just, <laughs> they crawl out of the void yeah i was i was at um i was at a convention in leeds about two weeks ago and um i was like oh i've got my lovecraft book and like some i watched someone like from down the aisle buy one lovecraft book from one person come to my table get another lovecraft book and then it went down like three tables down and then got another lovecraft book and it was just a stack that kept going and going so yeah w- once we've got you once uh you're all in do you have any uh, Do you have any leads on how to get some Lovecraft uh, Cthulhu uh, decorative plates? Yeah, decorative plates. Ah, oh, that'd be cool. I have no idea. I've not seen anyone do it, but there must be a way. 
Greg, um, you don't know this, but we had to have an intervention for Greg because Greg likes to collect uh, decorative plates. Yeah, oh. it's <laughs> like, 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 is there a theme? Is it just like random things? Or... Just, just, if it's a plate and it's got decorations on it and pictures of anything that 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 I enjoy, um, I, I will, I, I will, I will buy them. I like them. Uh, I yeah. had I had quite a collection. My wife is letting me. Uh, Let's take photos. To, take photos of them now. Um, as I as my purchases were, were quite. It was it was it was either plates or spoons, and you can get a spoon from almost anywhere you go. But you can also get a plate. And plates are duly duly great because they're decorative and they look nice. But if you want to eat off of it, you can too, and make it a special day. Do you have them like displayed on a rack? Oh yeah, of course. You got oh, racks, and and some of them have hangers. I'm looking at. I have a uh just you know for the for the man himself uh uh. First man on the moon there. I uh, got him on a plate right now. I'm staring at him in the office uh, and just <laughs> looking beautiful. I mean, you know, just, you know, commemorative for the day uh, a few days ago. So, uh. wow. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I'd say what, if I do, if I ever do a decorative plate, I'll make sure it's Cthulhu. But um, I think the more important thing is we need to set up your Instagram account to just be decorative. <laughs> <laughs> like one a day, just like give the people what they want. That's true. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> you see and, and the, the funny thing is that greg mentioned it once and we totally thought he was playing around and no we we realized he really has a problem i have a problem <laughs> well it, it, it's back to my grandma i think like she had a big plate collection and uh yeah you know it just you know it follows <laughs> well Lyndon, we um are here to talk about something that you're working on Yes. Do you want to give yeah. us a what is it a, like a synopsis of what what you're what yeah, you're so working on? I'll, I'll give you a, the spiel. Um, so candles is a graphic novel that I'm working on. I'm doing the art lettering uh, story, and it's about a young girl and her quest to steal an evil witch's magic and use it to save a dying village. So it's. Um, quite grounded fantasy because it's based in a specific area but it's taking direct influences from traditional brothers grim fairy tales uh mixed with like the flair and lightheartedness of a studio ghibli film so mm. i think what i've sent you guys at the moment is um a couple of the opening pages where they look quite colorful which is very different from what i've been doing recently uh, <laughs> Just I've, I've, I've been telling everyone like it's drawing new people in because it's quite it looks quite light and, and cheerful but i'm to everyone else i'm on the side i'm just saying don't worry the, the scary of the horror is coming just just get a couple more pages in and you'll see yeah, um, yeah. i feel like that's i'm just uh, yeah there you go that's just like that's just like the, the the bait to get them in and then you trap them yeah pretty much like um <laughs> some people have a shock um, oh yeah yeah it's just it's surprised a couple of people because a lot of the stuff i've done has been like really heavy duty horror which is is great wonderful and then everyone's sent this new stuff I'm like blue skies greenery what what what's going on daytime so, you don't need daytime it's so pretty yeah yeah it's, so I don't remember if I asked you last time. What is your your process as far as your the art style? Because it is very very unique. Um, I feel to you when I, when I I've seen the the work that you sent over for me to look at, it it is very distinctive to you. Yeah. So um, my background before before I went to degree level and did uh, illustration for graphic novels course, my background was more fine art based and painting based. Um, 
and it's a mixture between painted by hand and painted digital. So I'm actually partly colorblind. I can't remember if I, I can't remember what I told you and what I haven't now. Um, but I'm partly colorblind, so I don't see colors quite the same way as you guys will. Uh, like my greens and browns get mixed up, the blues and purples, etc. So um, when I'm using color, I've got to be quite careful. So all the coloring is actually done digitally. But I've made brushes in Photoshop that work the same way as if I was painted by hand. It's just that I can edit the colors as I go. That's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's taken a while to develop, but it means that I can get the same effect that I, I used to do by hand. It's just I have more control of editing things and making sure that if I've actually painted something pink and it should be gray or mm-hmm. a different color, that I can actually change it or go back into it. Whereas um, before I used to do massive paintings, which are a pain in the butt to sell and store because they're so big and they take oh, wow. a long time to, to do. But um, because it's online... Uh, not online, digital, but mm-hmm. that editability really helps. Um, but yeah, like all the, the stuff done by hand, it's still, everything's drawn by hand. It's every page is drawn roughly A3. Um, so it's all penciled, it's inked and gray wash and then scanned. And then it's, it's oddly enough, it's the exact same steps that I would have done it by hand. It's just a bit of half and half to make ed- things easy to edit. And no one can really tell. Like very few people can actually tell that I've actually no coloring digitally. I, looking at it, it just—I mean, it looks you, you, like you said with your your brushes and stuff like that. It, the the brushwork looks like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just looking at it. I'm like, wow! I'm just drawn into it, and the height and the detail. Woo! Excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a message from someone recently. Um, another person who's got a book on Unbound to be they looked at the page and they just said, it looks really good, but my God, it's so much work. I'm like, yes, I know it's a lot of work, but yeah, it's, I'm, the problem is I, I like doing all the little details and all the textures and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know why I like doing that much, but it, it's working for me. Uh, I enjoy it. <laughs> no, no, I like for, for someone like me that can't die, like, I can write, but I can't do art stuff. And I like looking at somebody that uh, that has taken the time or looking at their work and seeing the time that they've taken to put those details in and the textures. When you can see that on the page and you see like, oh, hey, that street, like a flat area is not just a blank background. You're right. actually taking the time. <laughs> you, uh, you, 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 um, I broke up. Yeah, I broke up all for we only caught half of that. We should. <laughs> oh no. I basically everybody I just said it was really amazing. <laughs> this is really great. Best. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and uh it what whatever uh, Lyndon, you whatever you allow me to share on the on the um as as a preview, I don't know if it's everything that you give me or just one of the yep. one of the pages. I'll make sure to put it out there on the the podcast page so that they can actually see what we're talking about. Because yeah. I mean, if you wouldn't have told me that it was it was done digitally, I I would not have even um, thought about that. It looks. It looks like a painting. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, um, and and pretty much uh, Call of Cthulhu, the, the accordion book, it, it looked the same way. Um, mm-hmm. The the mind of James Zwingle, did I say that right this time? Zwingle. <laughs> <Zvengel. Close enough. laughs> uh, that one. Um, that one looked looked like like you you painted all of them, mm-hmm. and 
I have like I I got the 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 mind of James Zvang Zvangle. Yeah, you won't be a cop, <laughs> didn't you? Um, yeah, yeah, and um and I got I got a Call of Cthulhu. Um, I got like I think I got the one that had the two of them, so I have two of them now. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give use one of them as a as a giveaway for oh. for the podcast. Um, oh, someone's gonna get so lucky, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah so I wanna I, I um. It's. It, I really do enjoy do the enjoy the artwork that you, that you provide on on these um on these works. Yeah, uh, thank you. I mean, it's. I do. There are times when I do a, a Comic Con show and I stick out like a sore thumb because, <laughs> I mean, which in a good way, you know, it it really does help. It stands out and stuff. But thank you. It's 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 always nice to hear people dig it because it's not. I find that people who like it really like it, and then there's some people who look at it. And it's just not their cup of tea, and that's completely fine. You know. You don't have to like everything. So you're giving us a synopsis of candles. Yeah. Um, is there any characters or any uh, specifics that you're able to share with us before uh, before the yeah. comes actually comes out? Yeah. So um, I'll give you a bit more of the uh, the plot. So um, generation after generation, like people are taught one thing in this world, and it's never use magic. Um, the evil witch has cast um, a nature plague of the land which is known as dark bark dark bark um and one by one infected villages are lured into the enchanted forest never to be seen again dark bark is it's a nature plague that slowly turns your skin to tree bark Ooh. so Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's this is where the horror aspects coming in um so slowly but surely if you think of them as more like zombies they they essentially lose their free will and uh-huh. all they want to do is infect other people so once they've gone, is this a prequel to the Wizard of Oz and the trees? <laughs> is it going to be dancing? Is there dancing? <sighs> um, so these, this village, this has happened for generations, and um, it's their way of life. It's the only thing they know. Uh, but Grace, uh, the young girl from the village, um, sees it as a way to save the village by stealing the witch's magic and using it to save the dying villagers. So this is the protagonist and this is what's happening in the main village, the main part of the story. And then outside of this, we've got Idris, who is a flamboyant sorcerer and he's a talented apprentice, Ava, which I've shown in the preview. Um, and these two characters are outcasted from their hometown as magic users. Um, while they're outcast and sent out from the town, they see signs of this dark bark plague in the forest. Um, yeah, and N- Idris knowing that he's really the only one who is capable of stopping this makes his mission that him and Ava are going to track it down and stop it before it's too late. So there's multiple plot points and all the characters should hopefully make it through the night and come together and stop the witch and this plague and what's causing it. Um, and yeah, that's all I want to give away at the moment. It's, it's only the book's 120 pages and it's a self-contained story. So everything will be wrapped up as one solid thing. Um, so it's going to be all the heartache and wonder that comes along with going on a hero's journey. Nice. And you said you said this is going to be going out through Unbound. Yeah. So I don't know if Unbound's made it over to you guys yet. Um, they're a British UK publisher. They're part of a Random House, which is like one of the biggest. It's basically a big publishing company that has lots of little sub factions. So Unbound works similar to Kickstarter. So I'll, it'll be going on Kickstarter on the 13th of September this month. So next Saturday. 
and it it runs like a normal Kickstarter. So I I'm working on the book while Kickstarter's running, and you take pledges for different things, mm-hmm. and then it's a longer form Kickstarter. So this this is um it's on their site, and it'll run very much like a long form crowdfunding campaign. Um, and then once it's funded, it then changes to more of a traditional publishing method where I'm working with the editor, we're getting the book ready for print, and they handle all the distribution and marketing thing side of oh. things, which is, is really handy for my sake because all I have to do is focus on making the book and promoting it and running a, a crowdfunding campaign, which I can do. Um, but the good side is afterwards, the distribution to get in the bookshops, the comic book shops, get it overseas so you guys can see it in your shops as well. They have the infrastructure to do that because they're part of this bigger company. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's very it's almost like if you took Kickstarter and you took a major publisher, it's sort of like in the middle. It's a like a half step almost from doing one or the other. Um, they've been around for about eight years and they've mostly done novels and they've won a couple of book awards and stuff. But over the past year, they've started to do the graphic novel side of things. So the first wave of graphic novels are coming out this month. And take on new ones like mine, which will hopefully be out next year, type thing as we work on new projects. Nice. And uh, make sure to send me the link so I can go ahead and put it in the description. <laughs> yep, I, I will do. Um, as soon as I have a link, it will be going out to everywhere under the sun. Um, but yeah, it's, it's exciting because um, it's a very different type of crowdfunding campaign that I've done. Like in the past, usually I get the project done. Um, and then crowdfund it. Whereas this is a bit different because you get to see the book as it's being made. So you get to see all the, like the behind the scenes sneak peeks of how a book's made. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Is it like Kickstarter where you have different tiers and you get different rewards? Yeah, it's it's very similar. Um, so you get copies of the book. There's book plates. There's like signed and sketched editions. Um, I'm doing commission rewards. There's ways to get original pages from the book. Yeah, so there's all, there's all different kinds of tiers. I think there's about 11. Um, and one thing I will say is the book's in hardback and it's a slightly bigger size than normal books. So it's, yeah, it's it, basically they're, they're putting the money where the mouth is and investing in making it a really nice book in print form, which is it's good. It's what you That's want. Nice. They want something nice for the shelf as well as for the table. Yeah, hands. yeah, exactly. Like um, when I was talking to them, we were like, yeah, we with the graphic novels, they only do hardback and they only do this size and that's what they're planning on doing. For like the future so all the unbound books will have this like it not but it's not not to sound a bit snobbery but it'll have that pristine feel kind of thing you know when you pick up a hardback book you're like oh this is this is nice mm-hmm. yeah oh man you <laughs> you're getting me excited dude <laughs> good so that's what we want that's, i want to get people excited and you'll be sick of it in the year's time when i've been like working on it for a year and like oh, i've been spamming twitter and stuff you're like oh i'm so sick of seeing this book yeah. no so so how long have you been working on candles so i've i've been quietly working away on it for like doing the artwork for about a month or two there's about a third of the book is already has line work finished um and there's about almost a tenth of it is finished with colors and stuff so a good chunk of the work's already done uh the script's already finished that got signed off and edited and so it's really it's just me sitting and drawing at this point that's that's what the next couple of months are going to be um but i started working on it about this time last year um i recently well this time last year i moved house and i live in quite a small town 
and in the distance there's these trees um, and there's lights that flicker through the tree line and you can't quite figure out what they are. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw it, it looked like floating candles, um, which was really eerie. And then during the daytime, I realized in the distance there's a, a large house and the lights that are coming from the house are flickering through the tree branches. Oh, so, okay. yeah. so it's quite a boring thing, but um, like from my head, when I, when I saw it, it was like quite fantastical. So that's where the idea came from. Well, I mean, that's how a lot of uh, superstition started, right? I, yeah, something yeah. something easily explainable, but our minds kind of uh, play tricks on us and gives yeah. us, takes us to explanations uh, that are uh, supernatural. Yeah, it's it really freaked me out when I saw it because it's all on the it's on this hillside. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell's around me? What is that? Um, yeah, just don't hurt me. Just <laughs> all right. Um, so this is not the only work done uh, work you've done in the last year. So you've also done work with um, Hellbound Media, which we were talking about last time. Yeah. So I think last time I was just done issue one. Um, I've been working with Hellbound Media with their character Mandy the Monster Hunter. Um, so there's other Mandy Monster Hunter books out, but I've been doing a four-part miniseries called Legend of the Spindly Man, which is Mandy hunting a monster, which is a cross between the Slender Man and the Badabook. So I think Slender Man and spiders. Um, you know, really nice stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So at this point, the first three issues are out. And issue four is even going to be kickstarted at the end of this year or the start of next year. I've already finished the artwork on it. So my work on it is wrapped up, thankfully. And we were trying to get uh, yourself and the, the the group working on this on the show, but we just it just happened in the r- really rough time. So we, we haven't been able to get them on. But we do hope to have them on uh, later on uh, so, so we can talk about the, yeah. the fourth uh, fourth issue. Yeah, I mean, the fourth one will wrap up the story and um, it'll be good to get it on. I mean... That those guys are always busy and they're always... I think the idea is the issue four is going to come out. They're going to leave a, a couple of months, maybe a year, to just be out as, as single issues for a while on the con circuit, and then it'll go into a trade as well. So there'll be opportunities to talk to them. But they're um, they're really good guys. They, 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 if you love horror, they're really into horror, um, as Hellbound Media goes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that a, that a thing called Hellbound Media might be in a horror? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> a little bit. Just, Just a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right. So, anything else that you want to share with us about uh, candles uh, that we haven't talked about, or anything that you want to uh, go ahead and uh, talk about as far as uh, future work, or anything that you might be um, seeing on the horizon? Um, I'll say to anyone who's interested, please do check out Candles. Um, the horror, I promise you, monsters and magic and heartbreak and all the spooky stuff is coming. Don't be don't be tricked by the bright, colourful pages at the start. Um, but I am in talks at the moment to potentially be working on a Lovecraft-based graphic novel. Um, it's not a direct adaptation, but someone's thinking about, um, you know, the reanimator? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. If they're thinking just about, peaked. yeah, just peaked. Um, they're on about doing a graphic novel series with that, with the characters, and it will start as you'd expect with the characters in more than modern day, <laughs> and then it will go Dante's Inferno and more, more down the. Tr- uh, it'll basically it'll it'll start with things that you know about the Lovecraft universe, and then it'll slowly seep into other aspects of horror and pop culture, 
Um, but I might start. Be, I might be working on that towards the end of the year, like start drawing pages. Man, you are uh, a busy, busy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you sleep, <laughs> I, I do sleep. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I got to go without sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. Like, I, I absolutely love it, and um, I, I'd rather be doing this than anything else. So, like, if I mean, the thing is, someone will say, "Oh, do you want to work on graphic?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, of course. Do you want to work? I love craft graphic." I'm like, "Oh yeah, just sign me up. I'll, you know, I do it free. <laughs> you know." <laughs> No, we'll, well do. Let's, maybe maybe let's not include that part, right? Yeah, yeah. we'll edit for a edit, small edit. fee. For a small fee, maybe small yeah. fee. <laughs> they didn't need to get paid. They need to get paid, people. <laughs> yeah, I like eating. Yeah, it's good to be able to eat. Yeah, food, food is good. Yeah, but um, that should be fun, and that'll be again a little bit different from candles. So, if it's not your bag, then there's more horror, Lovecraftian and stuff coming up. So, there's stuff for everyone. And uh, this episode should be coming out on either the day that the that it, the book is announced or shortly after. So once um, I get that link to the crowd crowdfunding uh, crowdfunding, um, I'll make sure to go ahead and, and uh, make it live, and everyone who um, is interested in and in, uh, supporting this book can go ahead and, and click on it and uh, follow follow the updates and um, make sure uh, let's get this um, funded. Cool. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> so um anything else other than uh outside of uh of uh graphic novels and 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 your you know comic books and all that anything else you're in you're into um do you are you do you watch do you have time to watch tv or movies yeah, yeah i have time to watch stuff um <laughs> i'm trying to think um Any I've, been related? Reading, I've been reading uh injection at the moment which mm-hmm. is from image comics okay okay um it's it's um about a group of five different people and they've come together to try and basically change the world and inject something into like the web and the world to change it for the better um but they get back together a couple of years later to find that something's going really wrong and it's supernatural and weird and dark and it's absolutely brilliant um it's definitely worth checking out because i think it's gonna be one of like images flagship titles for the next couple of years um but yeah i I mean i i have a thing that i'll i'll work my ass off like during the day and then in the evenings i'll i'll game or i'll watch something so i do get downtime um yeah it's weird like i'll 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 be so sporadic like one minute i'll be watching something cartoony like adventure time which Uh you're really colorful oh the next thing i'll be watching something really serious like um there's a series called Mind Hunter on Netflix, which is about how the mm-hmm. how we understand psychology. It's about the people who actually like track down serial killers and how they came that terminology. And it's really dark and twisted. So, yeah, yeah, all the happy stuff. Mix it up. <laughs> Mix it up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, the good thing about freelancing is uh, do you, I get to pick my own hours and I work my butt off. But I. I if there's something going on like uh, a weird time, I can like go to a gig and stuff. So it's, I actually do get downtime. I promise I actually get time off. That's good. <laughs> that is good to hear. And uh, well, like I said, when, whenever more of your works uh, gets ready to come out, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to, to have you back on the show. Cool. Thank you. I'll um, next time I'll try and get the writers on. So you don't have me on like every, <laughs> every few months you can get someone different, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll put a couple of people in touch with you. Cause there's quite 
a thriving horror community over here at the moment, particularly with horror comics. So I'll send people your way. Awesome, awesome. Well, and like I said, we're um, getting back in in the role of uh, being able to um, record a little bit more often. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, whenever whenever uh, anybody wants to come out, if you're an inspiring artist, if you're a creator, and you want to come on the show, just reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to to make some time to to have you have you on the show, and um, just be tuned for the next couple of uh, month or so. We're going to be doing some crossover episodes. Uh, we will be reviewing the new Halloween movie with uh, nice. with a fellow podcast, uh, Bloody Date Night, uh, with Josh and, and Liz. Uh, so tune in for that. I'm really excited about that episode. I'm also going to be um, bringing um, Shay and Aaron. I'm not sure exactly when we'll be doing that one, but from uh, they're from All Crime, No Cattle um, podcast. Uh, and we'll be reviewing the thing, um, and possibly um, the Evil Dead. I'm not sure if it's gonna be the same episode or two separate episodes, but we'll, we'll be doing both those movies with them. So um, we have some quite a bit of things coming up. Um, we're also trying to, yes, <laughs> and, and we're also catching up on on some of our interviews that we we haven't been able to to um, to do. We are going to be having um, author Ellie Douglas from from Australia talk about her book Hounded, and um, I'm I'm not really sure how to say your name. I think Greg, you know, Yaisha 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 Morris talking about um, Atlantis. Uh, is it up uprising? Uh, Atlantis rising. Rising. I'm sorry. I'm adding I, I up there. I'm look, Maybe. Oh no. Where'd the book go? It's it's in my it's right here by my desk, but I can't find it. My desk is a mess. I apologize. Yeah. So we'll have Yaisha Morris on there for t- talking about Atlantis uh, rising. Um, and we're gonna be trying to get a couple of other other authors on here. Um, won't spoil too much of what what's to come up, but we're we're gonna be doing more crossovers and uh, more um, interviews in the in the coming months. So um, once again, Lyndon, I want to thank you for coming on and talking to us about uh, your next project, uh, Candles. And everybody, let's go out there and help support this uh, get made. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, have you back on pretty soon. Cool. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.